welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Great for night, family of light. I pray all is well with everyone. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all of God's children and all of God's creation. And in the present expansion of our individual and collective consciousness comes our responsibility, not only to ourselves, but to all mankind and future generations, to uplift and encourage one another, to do what is right and just for the progress of everyone everywhere, not for the purpose of our own pride and glory or to reap some human praise or award, but it becomes our responsibility to use the power of our own mighty I Am Presence the presence of God within us to assist in the evolution of all mankind. And once we are enlightened, there is no turning back. Because once we know, and we know we know, that ignorance is no longer an excuse to continue in darkness. And y'all know we know. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming he promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago by God's word the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar, the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God at speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort, as they do the other scriptures, to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. 2 Peter 3 Thank you.
Isis Unveiled, Chapter 11 Cut off as they are from the accumulation of facts in one half of the universe, and that the most important, modern scholars are naturally unable to construct a system of philosophy which will satisfy themselves, let alone others. They are like men in a coal mine, who work all day and emerge only at night, being thereby unable to appreciate or understand the beauty and glory of the sunshine. Life to them measures the term of human activity, and the future presence to their intellectual perception only an abyss of darkness. No hope of an eternity of research, achievement, and consequent pleasure, softens the asperities of present existence, and no reward is offered for exertion but the bread earning of today, and the shadowy and profitless fancy that their names may not be forgotten for some years after the grave has closed over their remains. Death to them means extinction of the flame of life, and the dispersion of the fragments of the lamp over the boundless space. Said Berzelius, the great chemist, at his last hour, as he burst into tears, do not wonder that I weep. You will not believe me a weak man, nor think I am alarmed by what the doctor has to announce to me. I am prepared for all. But I have to bid farewell to science, and you ought not to wonder that it costs me dear. How bitter must be the reflections of such a great student of nature as this, to find himself forcibly interrupted midway toward the accomplishment of some great study, the construction of some great system, the discovery of some mystery which had baffled mankind for ages, but which the dying philosopher had dared hope that he might solve. Look at the world of science today, and see the atomic theorists, patching the tattered robes which expose the imperfections of their separate specialties. See them mending the pedestals upon which to set up again the idols which had fallen from the places where they had been worshipped before this revolutionary theory had been exhumed from the tomb of Democritus by John Dalton. In the ocean of material science they cast their nets, only to have the meshes broken when some unexpected and monstrous problem comes their way. Its water is like the Dead Sea, bitter to the taste, so dense, that they can scarcely immerse themselves in it, much less dive to its bottom, having no outlet, and no life beneath its waves, or along its margin. It is dark, forbidding, trackless waste, yielding nothing worth the having, because what it yields is without life and without soul. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 13 You have been going along quite easily, but in the class radio work, the transcriptions, people are becoming interested. You have no idea, one person hears a transcription, they tell perhaps not less than five and often ten people. Then those individuals call the attention to two, three, maybe ten more. Do you not see how there is always infinite expansion? The transcriptions, the radio work in the classes, why, thousands of people listen to those class broadcasts. I mean by that, people who do not contact this work. Therefore I say to you, as the momentum gains a little more, you will find these people will come in with an acceptance, a readiness that will make an absolute demand for larger places. The great law has seen fit to provide the great financial supply here that has made it possible for other parts of the country to have this work, which could not have had it without the supply released here. And not only that, but those from the west coast have gone with the messengers and have given great assistance with that supply in other places. I have been watching this very carefully, and it has been a very marvelous thing. The people of Los Angeles, I tell you dear people, have rendered tremendous service because of the assistance that has been given. 
The great cosmic light is the governing power of the universe, and when the life streams of individuals come to a point of action wherein the cosmic light may act, and especially at the call now of individuals, it expands so powerfully and so rapidly that there are thousands of people you never dreamed of today that have heard these radio talks and broadcasts, who are making their calls to the best of their ability, silently. Shall I tell you what it is mathematically? Over 60,000 people since the beginning of the New York class who have not contacted this work in any way except through the radio, are making the calls since you left New York. That, of course, is a tremendous thing, and only a small part of what will be. They are making the call through having heard these broadcasts. You see, these transcriptions are going almost everywhere now, and they are reaching a balancing activity throughout the United States. That is the thing that we have been after. Beloved Saint Germain. Remember, your listeners to the transcriptions and the radio, I think we could safely approximate, are only one-tenth of those who actually hear it because they spread it to the first individual, and that one expresses it to two or three more, and it will easily average ten to everyone who listens to the radio. When you stop to realize, it is a stupendous thing. And don't you see, when they are listening, they are quiet, they are not interfered with by anybody around them. Therefore they are more susceptible to the acceptance of it. That is why I have said a few things myself, but where you keep it from being controversial in any way, or giving any attention to what anybody might have said, you are fulfilling the law and the fact that they are harmonious, and if you don't say something that startles them, they are more receptive. So you see, the need of wholly constructive activity is necessary. That is why in the classwork, just leave it to me, and if necessary, I will cause to be said whatever is necessary. But I feel sure we can hold wholly to the constructive activity now with such a power it will be a delight to everybody concerned, because we have a momentum now with the students giving these decrees. Remember why I impelled the messenger to be almost drastic, because they had not gained the momentum of the decrees to go forth in the mental and feeling world. Do you realize the power of that going forth now from, I should say actually that there are 300,000 students that are giving these daily decrees. Well, it is an enormous thing when you start the dynamic energy that is released. That is gaining, of course, every day. Then you can understand how this is steadily and surely becoming the governing power with these people who contact individual to individual. That is why wisdom demanded that, in the coming forth of the messengers, it had to be built on a firm foundation, therefore could not be done by advertising. This today has become the very call to life, the greatest advertising in the world if you looked at it from that standpoint. Yet, this is not a form of advertising, but it is a form of reality which is the action of life, of light. Beloved Saint Germain This has been a great joy. I want you to know it. My heart rejoices extremely, for again much has been done today. Go forth in the happiness that belongs to you. Don't let human beings or qualities or conditions deprive you of that great happiness. Oh just go forth so happy and free, and just release that great joy and kindliness everywhere. Now when I say that, don't think that I mean you need not be alert. Be so alert to the treachery and conditions about you that you don't lose that alertness in your joy and happiness. Mrs. Ballard, thank you for blessing your own home again with your presence. Saint Germain, I do bless everyone here with all the love of my heart. Beloved Nada and many of the great ones join me. Mrs. Ballard, will you charge into this home another supply of your power to last us until you come again? 
Saint Germain, yes. It is inexhaustible. You cannot be deprived of it in its limitless supply, and with your adoration, great love to us, and harmony maintained within your feelings, there is nothing required in the outer world that cannot be done. We are just as interested in your progress and your happiness and achievement as if, in fact, far more than if we were in physical embodiment here, because we see the goal of mankind. We see your goal of freedom and we can well afford to be patient. You can well afford to be patient, and if something trips you up and throws you down, climb up and with greater determination go on. But because you slip once in a while, don't let it discourage you. Don't condemn yourself, but with greater joyous determination than ever, climb up and go on. Never, never, dear ones, in thousands of years, while there is still acting the two extremes of conditions, yet never in thousands of years has there been such magnificent opportunity as is before you today in this great, tremendous service. I must go, and I thank you with all my heart for your love and kindness. May the full powers of your mighty I in presence take command of you and your world, and its mighty activity spread forth such a power of its radiance and happiness through you, that no one single thing will ever mar the harmony of your feeing world. That allows the full power of your presence to flow forth, produce its perfection, and hold its dominion in every single requirement with the power and speed of lightning. Remember that you have authority and power in the use of the cross of blue flame that is greater, issued in one of your decrees, than all the physical activities of mankind put together. It cannot fail ever to produce the results you require, but it is the greatest blessing against vicious individuals that can possibly be used. All our love and blessings enfold you always to your great happiness, perfection, supply of money, and all else you require for your great service in the light. I thank you and bless you forever. Beloved Saint Germain.